Hi, everybody, and welcome to That's Life, where we are headed to Lakewood, New Jersey today, and we have not a minute to waste. Good morning, folks, and thanks for listening. I am Miriam L. Wallach, blogger, writer, general manager here at the Nachum Siegel Network. You can find me here right after Allison and right before Nachum's live lunch. And today, the live lunch is coming to you from Seasons in Lakewood. If you are in the area, stop by between 11 and 1. We'll be at Seasons in Lakewood, a Manischewitz-sponsored live lunch, live from the Seasons in Lakewood. If you enjoyed our time in Muncie, you will surely enjoy our time in Lakewood, New Jersey. This is actually our first show from Lakewood, New Jersey. We're looking forward to building many, many shows there and having an even, even greater presence in that area. Uh, yeah, there's so much going on here. It's unbelievable. You can find me here right after Allison, right before Nahum's live lunch. Too much going on, Yoni. I don't. I. I want to welcome Yoni. He's behind the board. Too much going on, Uncle Yoni. Yeah. Yeah. Nice. Sorry, yeah. I had to mention that. Mazal Tov to the Pollocks yeah. and to your sister-in-law's maiden name is Zisplat. Okay, so Pollock was a win. Yeah, <laughs> I think so. To the Zisplats and the Pollocks on the birth of a grandson. Right. Right. Very very nice. Yoni's brother and sister-in-law had a baby boy this week and he is now uncle yoni mm-hmm. first one for my parents so first oh time nice grandparents. that's right and what about her side uh, they have a few now they have a few all right well um, they're all special that's sure. th- beautiful that's beautiful <laughs> so we have the namesake the name continues the pollock name lives on yes is he a redhead uh no apparently blonde all right well that can change anyway mazal tov to the families always good to share smachot let's do the fortune cookie and the national holidays uh, today is Doctor's Day, so shout out to all my favorite doctors. Uh, grass is always browner on the other side of the fence day. Yeah, that's a lot of words for somebody to coin that, but instead of the grass is greener, Yoni, it's that the grass is browner, meaning, I mean, you get it. No. All right, we'll talk about it later. Um, it's also I am in control day, which... That I get. Yeah, thank you. I like that one. It's pencil day, and it's world bipolar day. And it's our day in Lakewood, New Jersey. There's so much going on that I, I can't even I can't even stop to Oh shoot, the fortune cookie. The fortune cookie. Fortune cookie time. Here we go. Crackle crackle. By the way, I inadvertently dropped last week's fortune cookie, that double. Um I kept it. I dropped it on the train today and the conductor goes, uh, do you want that? I'm like, actually, yes, I do. <laughs> okay. Um, here we go. Today's fortune. Necessity does everything well. Okay. Okay. That's very nice. I don't know. I feel like there's a want, want, want after that. <laughs> okay, let's get to our first guest. You're listening to That's Life here at the Nahum Siegel Network. And much, much, much excitement going on pre-Pesach, of course. And today, we have a new guest, a new visitor here at That's Life. Vicki Garfinkel-Jacobowitz is a marketing representative for Perig Natural Foods. Perig Natural Foods was established in 1906. They offer more than 40 kosher for Passover spices, which frankly, in my lifetime, I think is completely unheard of. They include the basics as well as some exotics, including sumac, which is a all-time Wallach family favorite, allspice, shawarma, and turmeric, and mint leaves. Perig also produces all-natural products that include ancient grains like quinoa, for those of us who are quinoa fans, gluten-free pasta, gluten-free cereal, and much more. Vicki, welcome to the program. 
Thank you so much. Thank, Thank you. you. For having me. My pleasure. I, I had the opportunity to sample a whole bunch of great Pereg items that are new for this holiday. But I think that what's throwing everybody and everyone is so excited about it is the kosher for Passover flour. And I say that with with like a twinkle in my eye because I've always, of course, made jokes that the only thing we're missing is challah at this point. But between the quinoa, banana, coconut, flowers. I mean, explain to us what this means. Well, each one has different properties. Uh, We offer quinoa gluten-free flour, banana gluten-free flour, almond gluten-free flour, and coconut gluten-free flour, OU, kosher for Passover this year. Each offers their own unique flavor and baking properties. And if you play around with it a little bit, you can really create some delicious things. And most people won't even believe it's Passover when you uh, bake up with this stuff. Who knew that bananas created flour? Yeah, it's a lot of people are very, very interested in this particular flour. Uh, it doesn't really taste like banana per se. And it has an earthy, wholesome flavor. And it cooks up light and has a fluffy texture. A number of different products are, are featured in numerous different recipes on the mm-hmm. Perig website. It is... Um, it is located on perig-gourmet.com, right? That's correct. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, it's a fantastic website. I know it's been newly redesigned. And yeah, um, yeah and there's there are a number of, of opportunities available for consumers if they buy directly from the website for Passover. Yes. Well, people can buy directly from the website year-round. But in particular for Passover, they're offering a kosher for Passover discounted bundle. So if you bought these separately, there would be a lot more. Um, But this particular bundle is discounted, and it contains 10 different spices plus a large, I think it's 12-ounce, no, 16-ounce bag of white quinoa and a 16-ounce bag of matzo crumbs. Um, it's sixty nine ninety, and if you're a first time user, you can get fifteen percent off. So it's a really great deal because the spices alone would be almost that much. Um, so it's a really great deal, and then with another fifteen percent off, you really can't go wrong. No, and I pairing spices are spices that I I'm going to say this to be funny, but religiously use all year round. <laughs> I definitely think that there's a quality level that you just don't get with a you know, a, a manufactured um, run-of-the-mill spice company. And I, I don't know if it's because it's been around since 1906 or just the quality control or just the pride in the product, but you really can taste the difference. It's almost like somebody just, you know, ground it in my, in my basement. Well, I can tell you they're a family-run company. They take pride in everything they do. They manufacture all their products from start to finish. So they control the quality from the source until the product is packed and ready for the consumer. And the packaging, if you'll notice, people know Perig, it's a little bit bigger than most other spice jars. Right. Uh, they're easy to read, and you know they have all the ingredients on the back. They're fresh, all natural, OU, uh, non-dairy. Uh, many of them are non-GMO. I mean, they just have all the attributes people are looking for. Tell me about the white quinoa. Why is that such a big deal this year? I mean, we've had red quinoa. We've had the blend of the different colors. But why is the white quinoa such an exciting product? I think that the quinoa is just 
it's delicious. It can be used in so many things. You can make it savory. You can make it sweet. You can add color to it. It's just very, very versatile. And again, if you're not eating rice, obviously, on Passover or any kidney oat, um, it's just a really great substitute for all those things that you're going to miss during those, uh, the eight-day holiday. I started experimenting with uh, some of the products that I received, and I played around with the baby quinoa um, because mm-hmm. I just, you know, quinoa is so small to begin with. I was trying to figure out just how small baby quinoa it's would. T- yeah. It's so yeah. tiny, but it was it was a great sushi substitute. And I have made quinoa sushi before, and I have bought quinoa mm-hmm. sushi before, but I tried it with the baby quinoa, and my kids loved it. Well, the thing about the baby quinoa is it doesn't have saponins, which is the coating that gives some quinoa a slightly bitter flavor if it's not rinsed. Now, all parag quinoa is rinsed and doesn't have that taste, but this starts without the saponins, and it's also a great source of iron and other important nutrients. And if you want, you can toast it first, and then you can cook it up in about 20 minutes, and it really is delicious. I've also taken a tip from the Perig website, this came out a while ago, mm-hmm. to toast mm-hmm. my quinoa flour before I used it, which I guess, oh. which, <laughs> which I guess okay. is along the same lines as why you toast the quinoa, you're recommending to toast the quinoa beforehand, because it takes off some of that, you know, uh, we'll use the word bitterness, but not to anybody right. should think that it's that bitter. It really isn't. Right. But, but to, um, to just remove some of that, that alternate flavor that you're not exactly looking for, you toast it at a very low temperature. Again, I got this straight off the Parag website and it really made a difference. I did it in major batches and I put it in stuff and my kids were great. Well, I'm glad they also have new for Passover quinoa flakes. Yeah, I was going to ask you about that. Is that like, I mean, am I looking at frosted flakes without the frosting? Is this like special K? (laughs) Am I wishing? Quinoa flakes are simply the whole quinoa seed flattened to make a flaky grain. It cooks up in about 90 seconds, and you can make it into hot cereal. You can use it in recipes for cookies, granola, granola bars, crumbles, and even pancakes. And they also are packed with nutrients and protein, and they give a lot of texture and flavor to your recipes. And they're also great for Passover. Instead of uh, matzo crumbs, you can use them instead. They're really very versatile, and if you want to change things up this Passover, there's a lot of good alternatives to matzah and matzah crumbs. And also, all of these quinoa products not only have the iron, but are also great sources of protein. So if you're looking to move away from the carb and you still need some kind of a binder or some kind of a side dish, this is a, a, a great option on multiple levels. Absolutely. Quinoa is packed with protein and uh, a lot of gluten-free products lack protein. So this is a really good right. source. Uh, of protein in Vicky, your cooking, absolutely. Vicki Garfinkel-Jokobowitz joins us. She yeah. is a marketing representative for Perig Natural Foods. Vicki, just a couple more questions because I know we're almost out of time. You're on a crazy schedule and I, I appreciate very much you making the time for us. How much um, How much um, business, I guess, or or cl- or different clientele does Perig get around Passover or is it really a, because we live in such a gluten-free world, and I use that, you know, obviously tongue-in-cheek, but it's a 365-day-a-year business at this point. Is there a surge around Passover? Are people discovering things around Passover, or you guys are just working this hard all year round? Gluten-free is a hot 
growing category. It's the hottest thing at every food show. It's just something to be desired. Everybody wants to put their stamp of gluten-free on, and which is lucky for a lot of people who, you know, have problems with gluten because this stuff wasn't available years ago. Right. Um, obviously, there is a greater interest during Passover because we can't have uh, a lot of products that have gluten. So certainly there's a great, great interest. But honestly, it's year-round. Uh, like you mentioned, they have cereal that's um, gluten-free. That's delicious. They have quinoa pasta that's gluten-free. And it's really, it's really all the rage all year round. That's pretty, that's pretty cool. The, as a person who I went gluten-free just about a year ago, not because I have any celiac issues, but because it got rid of my migraines. And yeah, I I totally lucked Mm -hmm. into it. And um, it just, it got rid of my migraines. I I went off gluten because I thought it was going to, you know, make me feel better overall. And I guess because it got rid of my migraines, it really did. But I have suggested this as well to other people, this gluten-free lifestyle, which is made so much easier because of companies like Pereg that, um, you know, I, I, I feel like I am missing nothing. You know, I have to tell you, a lot of people tell me they feel better, even though they don't have uh, gluten intolerance. They feel better on a gluten-free diet. It's interesting that that's helping you with your headache. Very, very interesting. I think a lot of nutritionists, dietitians, doctors are recommending it because it is helping people in many, many ways, not just with gluten intolerance. So that's a great thing. No, it, and I, I mean, you can just do me a favor and let everybody know at Perry that I really appreciate their hard work because, um, you know, as, as a minor representative of people who have just gone gluten free, it really, it takes the hard work out of it. That is, that is the truth. Well, they're adding more and more products to their lines. Uh, Every year, every few months, they introduce them at all the major food shows around the country and around the world. They've won awards uh, for their products, and they really, really are high quality. And if you try them against some of the uh, competition, you'll see. No, really I, superior. They, it really is superior. I passed up a number of quinoa uh, other alternative options and brands when I went Passover shopping to make sure that I picked the Perig ones. Vicki, I don't want to take up more of your time, and I thank you so much, and thank everybody at Perig, and I wish you a happy and a healthy Passover. Thank you. Thanks for having us. Absolutely. My pleasure. You're listening to That's Life here at the Nachum Siegel Network. My second guest is a return guest here at That's Life, not in a while, though, and he is back on the food scene. He is a trend maker, a trendsetter, and he is a leader in the kosher food scene, Chef Avram Wiseman joins us. He is an experienced culinary, kosher culinary instructor, restaurateur, and menu consultant. He will welcome the first of a, a, a the the first most unbelievable endeavor um, since leaving CKCA, where we were big fans and regular attendees of numerous events hosted by Chef Wiseman. He is opening. The Kosher Culinary Center in Marine Park, Brooklyn, and Chef Weinsman joins us. Good morning, Chef. Hi, Miriam. Thanks for having me on the show. Absolutely. Looking forward to this. Absolutely, my pleasure. This is a super exciting endeavor for those of us who were heartbroken when CKCA closed, but this seems to be at a totally new level as you have partnered with Ben Gurion University of the Negev and are offering multiple externship opportunities both in Israel and the United States. Correct. We're really excited, and um, this is a project we've been working on for about two years. It's taken a lot of planning and behind-the-scenes 
paperwork to make a facility that is not only safe and inviting, but compliant with state and federal and city regulations, and as well as Department of Education standards. So we're really proud to be involved with this project, and we think the Jewish community deserves it, is ready for it, and we really believe that this is the right place at the right time. This is the foodie Movement is exploding, yes. not all across New York or America, but across planet Earth. <laughs> no, I agree, uh, I agree with you. I agree with you. As you recall, Miriam, when we were younger, <laughs> our media and entertainment in the foodie world pretty much consisted of the galloping gourmet or Julia Child. Right, of course. And those were regular staples on my menu, and as a young uh, yeshiva guy, and as a young adolescent, I, I, I just loved those shows. And that's about all that was to satisfy your foodie craving. Uh, but now, as we know, there's Food Network and Food Channels and 24 hours a day on three or four channels around planet Earth, and people are up till very late at night watching everything from Iron Chef to Chop to Bobby Flay and beat Bobby Flay. And <laughs> I don't have to I don't have to list all the different great food shows there right. are, both entertainment and education wise, but uh this is a new dawning of the gourmet food awareness. Uh people are totally aware of what they're putting in their body for from a gourmet perspective and then of course the health aspect. So we we really feel that this is an opportune time, and we believe that the kosher community has been waiting long enough for a professional program that could both assist in career training for those who wish to enter the uh, food business, the food industry, and as well, we're going to have other uh, recreational classes, just like CKCA did. We we are going to have date nights. We are going to have couples competition. But we're also going to do a lot of private events. Our new facility will accommodate more than one group at a time. That was going to be my next question yeah, as a person. what a beautiful place we're building. And we've been working on this for about two years. Oh, wow. We have, yeah, we have several floors in the facility, and there are numerous... Mm. Numerous bathrooms. Everything in the <laughs> facility has been completely gutted. It's all brand new, modern, safe. It's gorgeous. I'm real proud. That's, I'm really proud. No, you, you should be. You sh- <laughs> I know. You sound like a proud parent. One, yeah, you sound like a proud parent. And you are partnered. You are teamed with Chef David Ritter and also with Chef Naomi Ross, two very fine names in the kosher culinary industry. Actually, that information is correct. However... It's not complete. Oh. Um, I, I assume you got that information from the Kosher Culinary Center website, and anyone could visit it at koshercull.com. Um, since since that information was posted, uh, we've, I've been in touch. Paula Scheuer has spoken with me, wow, and great. Susie Fishbein has spoken with me, and Jamie Geller has been in touch with me, and all the people who are... Uh, in our circle of enthusiasm and creativity in the kosher food world, I'm hoping are going to be active participants in this new project. We hope to see uh, Susie there doing classes, cooking, presentations. We, I know Paula Scheuer has even mentioned us, and she has 
locked herself down to run some classes at the new culinary center and promote her new baking book, which is coming out, I believe, in several weeks. Oh, wow, so, great. Yeah, so anyone who's the who's who of the kosher world will be affiliated soon, I hope. I'm sure this is you are the you are the hub. You are the place to be. How many uh, students are you looking forward to welcoming in your incoming class? Well, the professional program is going to be cut off at 14 students. We do not want to overfill it. We are extremely focused on giving a high quality education. And that also that requires a high teacher to student ratio. We don't want any students getting lost. In the shuffle, mm-hmm. we want everyone to get the individualized attention they need, coaching, um, mentoring, and lots of different uh, tutorials where, you know, the chef could work with someone for an extra 15 minutes or half mm-hmm. hour when those skills re- require a little extra loving care and attention. So 14 is going to be our maximum for our professional program. Uh, but we are having other programs where the date nights will be a couple more people than that. And then we're also going to be offering uh, bridal showers. We're going to have uh. these great bridal showers where we're envisioning Sunday mornings, a group of young ladies, maybe from the age of 17 to mid-20s. And um, we would just we just have a great facility that will accommodate a group of young ladies, and they can cook. They can have contests. Uh, we can meet. We can be a place for bridal shower gifts, and we can. Uh, we were thinking about having aprons personalized. In other words, um, an apron that said, "I was at Rifke's bridal shower <laughs> at the Kosher Culinary Center, and it was a blast." That's and great. That, that would be a great memento. Yeah, for sure. Soup. But Chef Wiseman, to, uh, mark the date. but Chef Wiseman, we're all wondering as people who attended and, and love to visit the CKCA, what's the parking going to be like at the Kosher Culinary Center? Piece of cake. All Piece right, cake. that's what I needed to hear. <laughs> First of all, we are located three blocks north of Kings Plaza on Flatbush Avenue. Oh wow, that's great. Yeah, that's the corner of Flatbush and R, uh-huh. where Utica intersects. There's a big bus depot in the area. I know exactly where it is. Well, right on Avenue R, it seems like you could probably get 30 or 40 cars parked there at any time. I haven't had a problem uh, at any point. Uh, we also have a small parking lot that'll probably accommodate about six cars. So, um, CKCA has a really good program, and as we know, it had many, many fans. The facility was a little bit... uh, Stifling. Stifling. uh, There we go. We we believe that this facility is far more sophisticated. It's certainly prettier. It's certainly more modern. um, We have put in six commercial kitchen ranges. Wonderful. So there'll never be more than two students at a commercial range, whereas at CKCA, we were jammed in with five or six students and participants at one stove. So this is a very spread out kitchen, and it's very modern and clean and professional and state-of-the-art. I'm so so excited for you. It really seems like, um, you know, so long in the coming, but but it's... 
it's been well worth the wait. I know that there was, I'm sure, heartache involved and stress involved and whatever, but there's finally a facility that is worthy of your talent and certainly of the talents of the other chefs who will be working with you and those names that you mentioned as well, in addition to the names that I was referring to. It's really very exciting. Chef Avram Wiseman, how can people find more information about the Kosher Culinary Center? Well, the best place to shop around is go look at our website. If you Google Kosher Cull, like culinary, koshercull.com, or you could bring up koshercullinarycenter.com. Right now, you need to add the suffix of .com until we get a, a few more hits on our <laughs> website. Got it. That'll, that'll bring it up. We're looking for Kosher Culinary Center, and uh, there are phone numbers there. There. You could reach out, and if no one is at the school, it'll go right to my cell phone. And I was actually up till about one thirty last night dealing with people who were calling and interested in all types of classes. So I am absolutely fantastically pleased that the response to the community has shown us. There's so much excitement. When I spoke with Naomi Ross, she was... She sounded like a mom who just gave birth. She was so happy. When I told Susie Fishbein about this project, she was extremely delighted about it and couldn't wait to get involved. That's great. Paula Shoya was delighted about it. Jamie Geller sent some nice regards from Eric Royal, and I know (laughs) she'll be involved with this. So there are going to be lots of names involved. I'm Uh, sure. David Kolodkin, who's a great friend of mine and is one of the best chefs in New York. We know he has run... The Prime Grill. Right, the, sure. The Bentley, Prime Bentley, the B&B, Prime B&B, and uh, it was Prime Co. And then that whole, the Prime Grill chain, well, he's on his own, and we are contemporaries, great friends, and we he is showing a great deal of support. Um, everyone in the kosher food industry has shown so much support, and I am grateful. I am actually teary-eyed. People like Jeff Nathan of Abigail's who jumped right up on Facebook when he heard and said, it's, Jeff Abram, uh, please count me in as an externship site. I oh, wow. That's exciting. That's great. Yeah. So I wish we, you the I, Chef uh, Wiseman, I apologize. We are so out of time and I can't go over time because we're about to start another show and we're on remote. But so I apologize and I, I hope you'll come back. You'll give us an update in a number of months to let us know how registration is going. Koshercull.com, Kosher Culinary Arts. You can Google it. Chef Wiseman, thank you so much. A pleasure to speak to you. Thank you, Miriam. Thank you. My pleasure. We hope to see everyone soon. Absolutely. At the Culinary Center. Thank Be you. Much well. Hatzlacha. You too. You've been listening to That's Life here at the Nachum Siegel Network. A full afternoon of programming right after That's Life. It's a live lunch hosted by Nachum and Seasons in Lakewood, New Jersey, located at 711 Cedar Bridge Avenue in Lakewood, starting immediately after this program. If you're in the neighborhood, come by. We'll be there from 11 to 1. And of course, a full afternoon of programming follows that that program. Do not miss JM and AM tomorrow morning as Nachum hosts JM and the AM. Malcolm Holmline scheduled to be on at 7.40 AM with a weekly update at the conclusion of JM and AM. Naomi with a brand new edition of Table for Two. Avrami hosts Saturday Night Seagull this Mosei Shabbat. Matis hosts JM Sunday this Sunday. I am rushing because we are completely out of time and I am closing with my favorite Pesach song, which is frankly one of my favorite songs of all time. Arie Kunstler's Split the Sea. Not sure this counts as a Pesach song, but to me it does. That's life, everybody. Bye, guys.
water with nowhere left to go. I've left my chains behind me. I'm a slave no more. Yet they're coming up for me. They're coming on real fast to return me to the land of Egypt. To come on and bring me back. Well, God has brought me out of there, and He won't leave me here. Between the fresh air and the water and the middle me and my fears and some faith I'm failing. There's only one thing to do. Approach now, so when I go, yeah, right into the border. My faith is the only thing I know, and I'm praying for a miracle, for a wonder to occur. I trust that God will. 